Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into this episode, brought to you by Out of Quarters, a very fun, very new podcast. How new? Yeah, I'm here too. What now? I don't I don't I don't know when it dropped. There's six episodes out right now. I would recommend listening to all of them. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're very good. I uh, have a good time. Currently playing Bastion. Very fun, very good. I would highly recommend you check it out. Absolutely. Out of quarters. You threw me for a loop. So. I know, I had a great time. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Out of Quarters, my audio-only video game Let's Play podcast. In Out of Quarters, we'll be approaching games that are either entirely or mostly new to myself and playing through them. Just if we die, game over, or otherwise reach any sort of fail state, that will be it. We'll have to be done with the game and move on to the next. To quickly plug, I myself was inspired by, and figuratively strong-armed, into starting this by The Skeleton House, another AOVGLP group that I definitely must recommend. That crew themselves are inspired by the works of Daniel Kay, among many others who I won't take the time to list now, but who all seem very cool, and hopefully will receive plugs in the future once I get around to listening to more of their works. And to wrap off this intro, I have a confession. Currently as we speak, I'm not actually out of quarters yet. Brett of the Skeleton House has kindly provided us with one, but don't worry. Soon we'll be all out, as I, future Ryan, will now pass this quarter to past Ryan to kick us off on our first game, Bastion. Hello, uh, thank you, future Ryan, for passing it off. Uh, as mentioned, we're going to be starting a Bastion, um... This is one I've been meaning to play for about a decade, um, probably about that long ago. I, I, I might have played an hour or two, but I, I don't remember a single thing about it. Uh, I sure hope we don't die. I'll, I'll be a bit disappointed to not see this one through, but uh, I mean, fingers crossed. Uh, so there's a normal mode, which we will be playing, because the other no-sweat mode uh, gives you unlimited chances to carry on if defeated, which is pretty well the opposite of the goal here, so uh, we're gonna be just doing a completely new game here. Proper store is supposed to start at the beginning. Ain't so simple with this one. Now here's a kid whose whole world got all twisted leaving him stranded on a rock in the sky. We awake in our bed upon a floating piece of what was probably once a house. Uh, he gets up, sets off for the bastion, where everyone agreed to go in case of trouble. I kind of forgot about the narrator. Uh, this is great. Seems like some of the heavy lifting's going to be taken care of. Looking over options for a moment. As we proceed, the world is forming around us. It's, well, somewhat forming. There's still uh, massive chasms between Ground everything. Forms up under his feet as it point the way. He don't stop to wonder why. Maybe I uh, should just hold off on this one and uh, finds his lifelong friend just lying in the road. A friend, a rather large hammer, and what appears to be kind of a market stall, market square. Uh, I might have to just narrate most of this in post, because, uh, 
I feel like he'll be filling in for me. Uh, I actually ended up going with a pretty edit light style. So uh, as for this episode, there isn't really much post uh, narration. Sorry about that one, Pass Ryan. Well, it's a touching reunion. The kale hammer, making short work of all the crates, the market stall itself. I'm a some rubble. Oh, we're just smashing through everything. Years of work undone in an instant, in the calamity. The decor is very, uh, I wish I was a bit better at, I was going to say archaeology, but just any sense of stone working. Looks, looks very, definitely very old. Uh, I don't know the exact art influences, but, um. It's a lot of what I picture when I picture, say, like, ancient Babylon, things survive. like that. No, ma'am. It's a gas fella, forced out from underground. These, uh, gas fellas are these, uh... Their lower form's a lot like a wisp, uh, it's this blue kind of trail, almost like a, a genie without a bottle. Uh, top half is a lot more solid. Covered up in armor, uh, face has a scarf, and they, they wield a pickaxe. They're a little aggressive. I've been sort of rolling around and getting a view of it. Good. But yeah. Starts to feel as bruises, though. We did pop them. Uh, our lightly damaged, as mentioned. We're just smashing up all of these market stalls, all of these uh, crates, all these pieces of rubble. I feel like if you wake up... It just rages for a while. <laughs> exactly. If you wake up post-calamity, might as well, you know, work through some things. I think I found a little side path. There's a lot of these... Some, I imagine must be currency. There's this strange kind of purple, wispy rock crystal. Uh, we're just going to smash some more stuff over here. Uh, as always, this, this chasm, this void, uh, beckons below. An old repeater falls out of the sky. Ain't a gift from the gods, but it'll have to do. Now, this repeater looks mostly made out of wood and bone. Uh, the barrel, air quotes, is, is just the skull of some sort of beast. Well, it's called the Fang Repeater. That's a pretty solid name for it. Gotta hold her still to spin up the chamber. Seems like it shoots arrows or darts or some kind of uh, wooden bone pointed implement. Shoots, let's see here, uh, eight of these before having to reload. And uh, as he mentioned, we do have to plant our feet to shoot this thing. Kids worked up quite a thirst by now, so that fountain looks real inviting. That water does look pretty good. Some nice little flower petals in there. Sometimes you just need a drink. One of my uh, favorites. A school of squirts oh. tunnels up around them. These... Must have fled here from the mines. These squirts are... They've got that same lower wispy form that the larger one did. Uh, their top half ends up being this sort of just black mass with these two glowing eyes. Oh. 
They appear from broken crates occasionally, it seems. Oh, yes, uh, I was gonna say, this, this fountain just has some petals in it. It made me think, uh, one of, one of my favorite, uh, It's a wonder the old saloon's still standing. Used to have the nicest view. I do love my co-narrator, although he's a, a bit impolite. Just kind of keep cutting me off just a touch. Uh, all it is is a, a drink with, uh, you know, gin, some, a couple other things. But at the very bottom of it, there is a hibiscus flower, which is both uh, very pretty and just, I don't know, very, very tasty. Uh, sloths eat those. Uh, I've, I've heard it described as sloth chocolate before. Uh, so rather than enter the saloon he mentioned, I went I went off this beaten path to the left, uh, smashed some more things. Find some memento from a girl he knew. Always used to fancy her. And then I found a crystal barrette. The description for it reads, Crystal barrette, a memento, a fashion accessory covered in suit, holds great value of the sentimental variety, also holds hair firmly in check, best hang on to it just in case. I also have a city crest, it's another memento, an identification badge from the old days. All those on official business for the city bear the star of Kelandia. It is said to represent warmth, labor, and sacrifice. This crystal barrette... Oh! After I exited that little platform with it, I was attacked by more of these squirts. Alright, uh, we've made our way back to the saloon here. I'm gonna be entering. It's it's got these classic saloon doors. You gotta you gotta love them. He sets foot inside one of Selandia's famous watering holes. Inside's old Rondi, the bartender. The calamity got him for his drinking did. Uh this uh bartender looks like he's just made of ash. Then kid finds his trusty shield. Not certain the nature of this calamity yet, but, uh, just bring to mind, uh, you know, sort of the Pompeii or other such things. The Bullhead Shield. We've picked it up. But just as he's getting a handle on it, the security takes him for a petty thief. Oh, he's got an automated defense system. We have a shield and a repeater, so... As one should maybe expect from a saloon, a vicious bar brawl ensues. Three of those... Start turning up for last call. Ooh, three of those gas fellas attacked us. Now... Eight? We're rolling through them. We're... Taking shots, we're swinging the hammer, and we came through without getting hurt. More squirts start coming out of the woodwork. Oh, this saloon is pretty busy right now. Must be happy hour. Ooh, uh, we've got a larger gas fella now. Uh, he's green rather than blue, and he dealt about a quarter of my health in one hit. But we defeated him, no problem. Just roll and swing and shoot. The kid sees the weight of the bastion out the window. It's a bit of a drop. Oh, excellent. They did drop some of this uh, very refreshing water as well. So we're back to full HP. 
Oh, this bartender just... I'm like worried to swing the hammer at him. I feel like he'll break, but I also kind of want to see if he'll break. I've destroyed everything around him. All right, we're going to do it. We're going to swing the hammer on him. Ronnie always wanted his ashes scattered here. Okay, it was the right thing to do. He exploded into ash, so, yep, it just completely made of ash, whatever happened to him. I'm, I'm glad hitting his ashen corpse with the hammer was the right move there. We make our way to the opening in the saloon, and we jump out. He gets a good look at things on his way down. He lands on top of a breaker's bow, and it ain't broke. So, after dropping out of the side of the saloon, we find ourselves in the wharf district. It's, uh, it's raining. Raining a bit heavy. There's these nice, like, sort of palm-style trees. Whatever the climate was here, uh, you know, I'm assuming it being in floating islands in the sky after calamities kind of shifted the climate, but, uh, whatever the climate was before that, seems like a rather nice one i would guess like uh no i don't want to i'm gonna embarrass myself geographically if i make a guess never mind i was going to guess a mediterranean climate a quick google search has revealed they do in fact have palm trees we picked up the breaker bow breaker's bow rather kid spies a good perch for some target practice uh he knows he should draw the string all the way back Yes, the bow has a mechanic to fully charge the shots. There's some more automated turrets, uh, similar to the defense in the saloon. When we trip that, we'll grab the shield that attacked us. However, this bow, uh, it's a bit early. We've only used this one fight, but it might, might come out on top over that repeater. Oh, there's another item off to the side. Uh, something stringy. The kid pockets a memento from a breaker. Once the fastest man in the land. Gonna take a read on this one. An upgrade material for the Breaker's bow. A stretch of meese gut, prized by bowyers and peltball fans. One more reason for the popularity of meese hunting. I can't tell if meese is a uh, fantasy creature. If they're just going with the. Uh, Sort of uh, more more fun plural of moose rather than just good news moose. is the emergency defenses still work. Bad news is they aiming for the kill. Now I'm hoping the moose are some kind of uh, a mouse goose would I think be the I ideal chimera form of this. So uh, we're working across some of these these planks that are making a very makeshift bridge across the abyss here, and uh, some more of these automated turrets are, are appearing, dropping into places across. It's, it's a bit rough. Uh, we found a wider section now that has some sort of book on top of a scroll called uh, Whirlwind. I feel like we might be about to get a spell. Except a few pointers from a dusty old tome. Oh, no. He's a mighty fast learner. It was a technique to just do a big ol' spin attack with our hammer. Some of those little squirts showed up and we attempted to spin attack them. Uh, it takes a resource called Black Tonic, which we have a store of three of. It started me with three. I wasted two, got only about two kills, and had to kill the remaining like five squirts with regular attacks. So uh, we'll be practicing that maneuver in the future. Uh, luckily, I did find another Black Tonic. Uh, as you can hear as well, more of those automated 
uh, turret systems showed up. It struck me a few times. You find the distillery right next to the arsenal. There's, Tough part of town. There are these fascinating gates that are these floating ringed bowl heads that split in half down the middle as we approach. And uh, that's what's allowing us entry to this, this area that has this distillery. Beside the distillery is a building called the Arsenal, though, that does not have an arrow, and I just cannot help myself. I have to enter whatever the game is uh, not pointing me at, so we're going to check out this Arsenal first. The Arsenal's where the kid can pick the best tools for the job. Oh, uh, we can switch up our weapons, go back to the Fang Repeater. Uh, I'm going to stick with a Breaker's Bow, though. I'm quite liking it. Oh, and we have a little bit of information on the weapons as well. Uh, Breaker's Bow reads, With these durable, lightweight bows, Salandian Breaker Divisions... Uh, oh no, game, you're just trying to embarrass me. This next word is spelled R-E-C-O-N-N-O-I-T-E-R-E-D. I I don't know how to approach this one. Uh, re Reconnoitered? Ooh, that's definitely not correct. This is uh, Ryan, but the editor one. Uh, multiple people in Google have told me it's reconnoitered, although I still think that sounds horribly, horribly wrong. I suppose it is what it is, though. Anyhow, the Slotian Breaker Divisions... The word I don't want to say. The farthest reaches of the land in the name of their city. Um... That's, that is a rough one. Um, Fang Repeater. A munition chamber fashioned from an unlucky beast gives a distinct silhouette to these silent repeating rifles, once favored by Yura Hunters. Uh, Yura is U-R-A, spelt with a capital U. I have to imagine it's another region uh, in, in this world, or was, uh, seeing as how a calamity happened. Hard to say what might still be around. Now we're going to read the uh, Kale Hammer. Heavy-duty hammers such as this constructed Salandia's famous rippling walls and protected them from elements and foes alike. I think that... I might have heard a song from this game about... Uh, was it this game or was it some musical? Something about building a wall that was a very, very good song. Oh, I see. We also have some other abilities. Uh, the Breaker Bow has one called Dancing Shant causes an arrow to bounce from target to target. Originally intended only for spectacle, but it proved to have practical uses. That one is unlocked to us as well. There's Whirlwind, which I mentioned was the big ol' spin attack with the hammer. Uh, the description reads, a furious spinning strike that can damage multiple foes, originally developed by the City Mason's Wrecking Teams. Then Bolt Burst is grayed out, but it's for the Fang Repeater. We can read it, although not select it. That one is, uh, as, as reads, a spiral of bolts that deals damage in every direction. Trappers would rely on this technique in the event they got surrounded. Uh, we're gonna go with Dancing Shot. We're gonna try out this new move. Uh, I was awful with the Whirlwind, as 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 mentioned, so hopefully Dancing Shot's a bit, a bit simpler for us here. And now we have exited the arsenal. Distillery's right next door. Big arrow pointing. We're gonna head in. One sip of the spirits in that distillery, and the kid'll feel like a new man. Oh, we pick an alcoholic beverage that gives us a bonus. Squirt Cider will give us 10 max health. Fermented squirt extract with a nose of stale bread and ocean water. Very nutritious. We have Dread Rum, 
which uh, will give us 10% critical hit chance, but only when at full health. It's a pungent concoction that calms senses and steadies nerves, favored by the breakers and other fighting forces. We also have Fetching Fizz. Uh, I should mention a spell. These are all in various uh, shaped bottles. I uh, Squirt Cider is, is shaped almost, uh, I would say, like a, a spinning top with a flat bottom. The Dread Rum is in a very classic, incredibly thin neck, but a, a, a very round body, uh, similar to like a, a pomegranate in the body there. The Fetching Fizz is shaped like a, a magnet. <laughs> which makes sense because the ability is, uh, it says, absorb stray fragments. Started as a barroom prank, but evolved to become popular with miners and scrap workers. Metallic aftertaste. I have to assume it uh, brings in, I guess stray fragments must be those, that, that currency I've been picking up. Um, this will bring it in from further. Normally I'd be most tempted to grab that, although the 10 max health, seeing as how I would really prefer to not die in this game is tempting although stray fragments in the long run i don't know what they do for us yet but uh they being you know they they must be some sort of currency and getting more of any currency typically is a value i'm, I'm gonna go for fetching fizz we're gonna go for the one that uh, says absorb stray fragments i've i've convinced myself uh that's the only slot we have available. It seems like there are 10 slots here. Uh, the next slot says level two and tells me I must reach level two to unlock it. And they go all the way up to level 10, which I suppose might be the level max in this game. I didn't even realize there was leveling up till now, so that's exciting. Ah, now that we've exited the distillery and the arsenal, a new path of rotted plant wood is appearing to the south. Uh, kind of as everything else, it, it appears as we approach it. The world builds around us as we move. It's, it's really interesting and, and kind, of, kind of pretty. Ooh, I attempted the dancing shot as well. It, uh, I should say first, about uh, 15 squirts showed up and the dancing shot wiped out about Some 10 of them. Squirts birthing like crazy in a couple of corn bins. <laughs> Uh, I'm being beset upon by quite a few squirts. They are in sort of like a carnival, like uh, one of those wheels. Oh my goodness, What? how would you describe this? It's those things that would typically have like popcorn in them at a carnival to have the one wheel on it. They're often red, although this was a, more of a bluey purple to go with the, the squirt's own color scheme, I'm sure. Oh, we've had uh, bottom left rather than bottom right, and there appears to be a nice little pond here. Oh, uh, it's also another person that appears to be entirely ash now. We're going to strike them with the hammer because it seems to be, at least for the first, uh, the barkeep there, it was a way to put him to rest. So we, we will see if this is the right decision for this, this woman who has a basket of apples. That one was Maud, the tutor. Once taught the kid good manners. He never used them, though. Alright, we have scattered her ashes as well here. And uh, now we're moving on to the other section, which appears to be a part of a boat? There's a switch at the front, I imagine. Oh! I am being attacked by several large beasts. Alright, that has been dealt with. Alright, we're gonna hit the switch at the front of this boat. Very large, since the kid on his way. Very large, that makes sense. The Bastion's real close now. The Bastion? Let's see. 
As the fairy barge is making its way across the chasm, there's these stone platforms that, uh, more of these automated defense. I'm just Okay. <laughs> I, I fell off the barge and thought I died, but I just landed on a lower platform. Oh my. I I fear in, in the various lives that, that we're going to live in this series that um, a cliff will have us seeing the end of more than one of them. Uh, there was a large monster down here, a couple crates. It's, it's a lot darker down here. It's uh, stone rather than wood now. Uh, and it's, it's a lot of dark, oily colors. There's also a, something heavy here to pick up an item. We're gonna, we're gonna grab that. Kid takes a chunk of alloy. Smell of barley and spoiled blueberries fills the air. Something heavy is an upgrade material for the kale hammer. Or I guess it's... Salandia, so sail hammer? Perhaps. Uh, a chunk of a precious alloy found deep underground. The staple diet of gas fellas, also used in all manner of industry. So these gas fella monsters eat metal. Uh, Scumbags. Bad time to run out of black tonic. Kid maybe shouldn't have done what he just did. I've used my special ability too much, the game says. These uh, scumbags, I believe he called them, are these very large, just blue. They appear to be like, almost like a leather sack with, with arms and eyes, and they're just spitting this blue goop all over the field. It uh, stays a moment, then finally... Oh no, the ground here is is slowly disappearing. Um, one of those squirt dispensers, two of those squirt dispensers showed up. I'm attempting to destroy those. Um, there's a lot happening right now. Oh no, but set upon by enemies on all sides. I'm below half HP. I just remember though, I have a healing item. Ooh, okay, I have three healing items. That's good, I've used one of them. There's about 10 gas bags, one scumbag left, one very massive gas fella. All right, we have defeated the squirts. All right, we, oh my God, he's so tiny. Every time you strike a scumbag, they get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And the final one was uh, about the size of a mouse. We defeated it though. There is a gas fella, the huge massive one still about. Every time he swings uh, and the swing hits the ground, the ground below him disappears. Or not the ground below him, the ground he hits. So, uh, realizing he was destroying the very ground we were standing upon, I, I sort of went all out with the hammer there, defeated him, as, as uh, my, my helpful narrator friend mentioned, and uh, we hit level 2. It fully healed me, which is good, because I, I took on some wounds there. I'm surveying the battlefield. There's about half of it left. Most of this ground has been completely knocked out. Uh, to the south of me is that barge we fell off of. Sorry about that. I almost got hit by a shot, and it freaked me out a little bit. Now, to the right, though, there's a gate that's got these multicolored tiles. Uh, orange, blue, orange, green, a light blue, a dark blue, uh, sort of a cyan. You've got a chartreuse in there. The oh, it's the core to the wharf district. I guess this is where the barge was going to end up before we fell off of it. Oh, there's one tile that's this nice, nice burgundy. It's uh, rather fetching. 
But the tile hits this uh, grassy section where there's this, this, this large crystalline core. We're going to grab that see what happens. He steals the city's heart. Might as well. Oh no. Okay, as I did that, uh, everything went dark and uh, some large meteors started falling from the sky. And it's destroying the path behind me. Uh, some of the paths in front of me. I, I may have made a mistake. See, that core you took was the only thing making this particular rock stay afloat. Uh, enemies are appearing as I run. Uh, automated turrets are appearing. The occasional health item, which is rather nice. I've been dodging most of the hits so far, though. At last, the skyway's in sight. All right, we have. where it needs to go. We've made our escape. The skyway was a uh, tile on the ground with a sort of cog design, uh, glowing with a blue energy. When we touched it and interacted, there was a burst of energy that launched us into the air. Now the kid sees something stranger still. His mind races. Did anybody else survive? The Bastion is a very natural area. Uh, beautiful, beautiful green grass. Uh, more green than I was expecting anything to be post-calamity. There's these nice little red and white flowers. Or sorry, red and, and yellow flowers, rather. I always wish I knew a bit more about flowers. Uh... Only ones I've, I've consumed, um, I suppose. Uh, I have heard that... Oh no, I was thinking dandelion soup. I don't know any bits at dandelion soup. A friend of mine has had... Uh, what was it? Pinecone. Uh, Pinecone's not exactly... Sure enough, he finds another. Not exactly a flower, but it's, it's nice enough in its own way. Uh... There are some stone sections of, of the bastion here that are forming underfoot, uh, although the stone is heavily overgrown with, like, uh, multicolored moss, mostly green, but we've got some blues, purples, uh, some very, very beautiful soft pink stones as well mixed in. And we're starting to see some wood as well. Every every few tiles is another wood. He finds me. Oh. We found our co-host. He's labeled Stranger, and we're going to talk to him. We talk for a spell. Hmm. We can discuss our, our various items. We're going to discuss the uh, city crest first. There's a bit of the Bastion's power in that crest. Enough to point the way to the cores. And we're going to discuss the core, which I hadn't read yet. We're going to read that very quick here. Core. Uh, oh, let me pull up my... Oh, I can't find it in my pack, but when I hover over the option to discuss with him, it says, Ask about the large bluish mineral found in the Wharf District. It feels warm to the touch and hums like a motor. What exactly does it do? Uh, well, for one, we know it kept the Wharf District afloat, and, uh, oops, but I suppose there's more it might do, so we'll, we'll ask about that one. All I tell him is to set that core is on the monument there, then watch. All right, well, we'll... Set that in the Bastion uh, slot for in a moment, but we're going to ask about the Crystal Barrette here. Uh, there's some, some new uh, info on the side. It says, uh, ask about what happened to Nacy, the girl who used to pin her hair back with this. Is she here already? Where is everyone? I tried to let the kid down gently. This is the Bastion, all right. Except no one else showed up. Ah, uh, okay, I think this was our equivalent of the, uh, nuclear bunker. 
this central area where it's wanting me to put the core in this, this monument here is, is very circular. There's a circular spot that's all moss, uh, a second ring that's all stone, and then the larger circular bit of this is, is back to moss with some, some stone structures, some grass, some flowers, uh, some wood at the very edges of it. A very looks like it would have been a, a, a very perfect circle initially uh, before presumably everything went down, but I'm going to stick the core of the monument. Just like that, the bastion comes alive. New sections are being grown again, grown stronger. Added like spokes on a wheel. It's power to good use. Now the bastion can send them even farther into the wild unknown. Yeah, a lot of sections got added on the, the west, northwest, and north side. Uh, foundation. I think I might... Oh, I can build either the, an arsenal here or a distillery. Hmm. I'm going to check if I have another spot to build or if I got to pick just one right now. I see other spots that are not powered up. Presumably I need more cores. So yeah, it seems distillery or the arsenal. Now, I know that there were distillery uh, features we could get right away at level 2, but items keep saying they upgrade my weapons, and the first arsenal I was at, I didn't see that as an option, so we're going to build the arsenal now and hope that uh, that's that's available to us. And hopefully there's not an alternate, like, say, blacksmith or something of the sort that uh, we need instead. Well, they instantly said Arsenal Mirror Shield available, so... The Bastion's a place of peace, but we can hold our own if we have to. Ah, uh, Mirror Shield is a new secret skill. A secret technique that automatically counterblocks all incoming attacks for a short time. I mean, Dancing Shot was pretty good, although... Oh, yes, and it was made famous in a spectacular showing in the bullhead court. We're going to take this mirror shield ability instead of dancing shot, uh, because I... Ain't much kid can handle with hammer and bow in hand. Yeah. I'm very charmed by this game, and I, I really would like to see more of it. So yeah, we're, we're going to take the defensive skill on this one. Now, the the rest of the Bastion here... You don't know what's out there waiting for. Uh, seems unfinished, but I, I am intrigued at what, uh, might come here. We have an option now to head to the Skyway if we head directly north. There's this uh, diamond shape with a cog in it that has these, these white, very magic looking specks floating upwards from it. And uh, sort of this like. Oh! I fell off. I didn't take damage, but I, I fell off the side. Oh no. This does not bode well for the future. I was just trying to describe, above the skyway there's this hovering piece of wood that has a metal band around it, several uh, crystals poking out of it, what appears to be blue glowing lights that might be embedded, gems or just magic, hard to say. I'm gonna head back down to the stranger though, see if there's anything more he might might want to fill me in on. Ain't always much to say. Ain't always much to say. I mean, we've, we've made it to the Bastion, we've made it to safety. I think that this might be, uh, might be a solid, solid place to stop our journey for right now. Uh, this life so far has been 
definitely marred by tragedy. Uh, seems most everyone we know is dead in some calamity befell our world, but all that aside, I've, I've been really enjoying this life. Uh, I'm really excited to be in this life in Bastion and in the future with you all, and I uh, hope you all continue to join me on this on this journey and see see where it goes. <laughs>